0: You're listening to Real Relationships on JewishCoffeeHouse.com. I'm Mickey Lavinpell,
1: marriage therapist and relationship coach. I'm Molly Livingstone, comedian with a lot of thoughts on our mind. And today we are talking about... When you feel you have to be someone else in
0: a relationship.
1: How do you deal with that? Oh, gosh. I feel like everyone feels like they have to be someone else in a relationship. I think Really? That, well, yeah. That's I think it. especially, well, on a first date... Oh, I'm talking about... A real
0: relationship. Well, actually, you're right. It's at any point. I mean, certainly, yeah, when you're first starting out and you're dating, you feel like you have to put your best foot forward. You have to be all smiley and happy. Hopefully, some people feel that way. Some people actually
1: don't. Some people really <laughs> put their... This is who I am. Well, This is who I, I am. Take like me that. as I am. I'm a bum.
0: <laughs> yeah. My friend would be
1: like, I'm bald and there's no way to hide it. So I'm going to talk about it. I'm like, well, you don't have to talk have to about like, it. She'll yeah. see that you're bald. No, I don't care. I don't need to hide things. This is who I am. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, on the other hand, I was the person that was like, when my husband was like, hey, let's go on a bike ride through the hills of Jerusalem. I was like, Yeah, cool. That sounds awesome. (laughs) You know, and then uh, he's noticed we haven't done that in years. Yeah. I'm like, of course we haven't done that in years (laughs) because I got you. (laughs) Now I can show you my
0: real self. It's funny. Sue Johnson uses that very example where her husband is Sue Johnson, who's the creator of the uh, Emotionally Focused Couples Therapy Program. And she wrote several books, including Hold Me Tight, one of the Bibles of relationship stuff. And she talks about how she's English and her husband's this big, burly Canadian guy. And he loves to hike. And she'd be like, yeah, I love to hike. Let's get my hiking boots on. I love to Mm -hmm. hike. And she really hates hiking. Uh, But she loves to dance. And it really frustrates her now that she, you know, showed her husband that, you know, I'm all into hiking. And he, like, she never really told him, you know, actually, I really love dancing. So they have to do a lot of things separately sometimes. Um, So that's a bit of a, a challenge. But there is a cost to showing someone that you're something that you're really not.
1: I think that also when you're saying to be someone else, I feel like a lot of times, especially when you are in a relationship or committed, that you have to keep being someone else because you're being told, I know that's how you grew up, but you're going to have to compromise or you can't just be angry or bitter all the time. I don't know if anyone else is angry and bitter all the time, but like, you know, you have to let things go, which is really not my nature. And yet I'm being told to be someone else in order to, you know put the best foot forward now in my relationship.
0: Right. Well, there's a difference between I think changing your personality versus changing your emotions. Right? Changing your personality is like a huge overhaul. Like if you're a naturally angry and bitter person and this is how you want to be and this is the your your core personality essence, then that's who you are. You can't really change that. You could you could tune it up a little bit, you could take out the happiness, find happy things every once in a while to perk you up and whatever. At the end of the day, it's really about thinking about who are you really and what is it you really want to be and what is it that makes it difficult to be something else for somebody else. What if the other person wants you to be? Like, for instance, they're the guys who marry the girls who are like super pretty because they want a trophy wife, right? Mm -hmm. Now, not every pretty girl wants to be a trophy wife. There are some pretty girls out there who actually have some brain cells and who actually don't want to feel that they're on display, If that's something that's not discussed or I don't think it's so often that people say, oh, actually, I want to marry you because you're you're drop dead gorgeous. And I think you make a great trophy wife. And I just want you to sit
1: on my arm all day. That's exactly how Trump proposed to Melania. To Melania. (laughs) You think that's
0: how that worked? Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. (laughs) She probably primed herself for being a, a trophy wife. And that's who she is. And that's the role that she plays. And that works well for her. But for those of us who are attractive and have brains, I'm not talking about myself, I'm talking about other people in the world, uh, they might not like sitting on somebody's
1: arm all day and just being ushered around and having to look pretty all day, because that's a lot of pressure. So what do you mean when you say being someone else, besides so, being just a trophy wife? There's lots of Right, there's categories. a lot of other, there's
0: a lot of different categories. For instance, let's say you really want to be a stay-at-home mom. And that's your thing. And you really want to put all your effort into to really being a great mom. But your husband says, you know, actually, um, I don't want to be the sole breadwinner and I can't earn enough money for this house. So you're just going to have to cap it and you're going to have to go out and find a job. You know, when you were dating, you were saying one thing, like let's say you're you're putting yourself forward as this massive career person. And then you just did an about face and said, no, you know what? Actually, I just want to stay home with kids all day or or whatever, that would be really challenging. So you want to be be able to think about who you really are and what you really want to be, how you really want to be. And obviously, not everybody knows yeah, cause how I they're feel like a lot, people, cool. a lot of
1: people, a lot of women especially will say they want to be career focused or this or that and after having a child, they may realize they want to be more focused on being a mother. right So how is that being someone else? I think that's just you being your fluid self and figuring out like these are my goals now and they do change over time right Well sometimes I mean right sometimes we don't have control. I mean, there are people who become mothers and
0: they don't want to be mothers. They actually don't want to what I mean is they don't want to be mothers is they don't want to do the mommying thing. They really just want to be out there doing the career thing.
1: Right. But is that you trying to mask yourself or is that somebody else trying to put a mask on you?
0: That's a good question. You have to really ask yourself, who is calling the shots here? You know, who
1: is really making those decisions? And is it a bad thing if you, you know, like you gave that example Mm. of if the husband's like, no, I don't want to be the only breadwinner. You need to go out. Is he in the right or not? I don't think there's a right and wrong here. I think it's about figuring
0: things out together as a team. That's always the case. The thing is that you really need to ask yourself. I mean, there's some women who just really aren't good at at doing both. Yeah. you know at both being a mom and being uh, and obviously it's not all the right. mother's job it's yeah. the husband's job too these days. But it's also when you're,
1: saying, when you're saying being someone else this is not the only topic of discussion of and course. being someone else but I think There's that many. what's really interesting I know that we've discussed this before in the terms of the holiday of Purim which right. is where you dress up and my son has taught me you're really supposed to dress up completely opposite than who you are Right. but often what I see that happens especially with the adult costumes is that people dress up not as the opposite. The opposite is who they really want to be. Like I... I'm a punk rocker in my opposite life. I have pink, everyone loves putting on wigs, right? Because like we want this, but like I can't wear my pink long-haired wig. I can't right. really dye my hair that color. So actually, even though this is completely opposite of who I am, in many ways, this is who I really would like to be.
0: Right. So Debbie Ford often talks about she actually wrote a book, I think it was called The Shadow Self. And there are a lot of people who take on this concept of the shadow self that we have one main persona and then we've got like all these offshoots who make us really interesting. And if we don't really nurture and nourish and acknowledge all these different offshoots of who we are on some sort of basis, then we're not really being true to who we are and we're not really being the best self that we could be.
1: So when you said at the beginning, yeah being someone else. Yes. So what does that mean for you when you say it?
0: So it's about being forced. I think it's the whole idea of being forced to be something that you're not or choosing someone who you think would be um, a good idea. This is another ex- good example is choosing someone for something that you think represents you. For instance, choosing a partner, let's say, because they're academic, because you think that that's interesting and you think that would be good for you to be with someone who is academic and, and that is something that you, you think of as interesting, but then you actually realize, well, hey, wait a minute, I'm actually not all that academic. I'm not actually interested in thought and intellectual stuff. And you put on this persona of being that person. And then it's that sort of starts to lose interest. And then you decide, no, I'm not going to be that person anymore. Then you're in this relationship with someone and you have to decide, am I going to continue to play that role or not? That's another example. Or let's say this is something that happens a lot, particularly in this country is someone who feels that they have to be this religious persona and they have to look the part and they have to speak the part and, and do, you know, go to classes and do all these things. And it's actually not who they are. And they want to find someone who's going to be, you know, sitting and learning Torah all day. And they think that that's something that is, is a good thing to do because it's something that's touted as being a very positive thing. But it actually doesn't, it's not who they are. So how do you get to
1: these things? These are things
0: you really need to really think about. You really need to separate out what does society expect from me? Mm. What do my parents expect from me? What do I expect from myself? What is really going to work for me at the end of the day? What is it that I really want from my life? What are some of my goals? And how am I going to practically achieve those and balance all these different parts of who I am if if all these things are actually true for me?
1: We only have a few minutes left, but I'm going to give you a crazy scenario based off of a real life situation of someone I know that really delves into that someone else issue. A religious man who has been brought up in a very open but religious home with the expectation of getting married and having children. And all of his siblings, including the younger siblings, have done this. And it is something he desperately wants for himself. And yet he wants to also be with men. So he is denying that true self for the sake of, what society wants for me, what my parents want for me. And in all honesty, the reason he denies that part of him is because he still wants the family. He still wants all of those things. But yeah. what is his true self here? That's an excellent one. That's
0: that's a real hard one. I mean, look, is he attracted to women
1: or not? Because there yes. are men. Okay. so But I say on the outside, maybe because he's, so focused on this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what society tells me, this is what my parents want for me. And they would be okay with him being the other. I mean,
0: I guess we're talking about a man who's bisexual, I'm assuming.
1: Is that I what guess we're talking so. about? Yeah. He must be bisexual. Yes, yes,
0: Bisexual people always have to choose. I mean, they don't, look, they don't, if they want to be in a committed relationship, then they have to choose. Otherwise, they don't have a long-term committed relationship.
1: But I guess when we talk about being someone else, who is he being? Where is his authentic self in this?
0: Yeah, I think that's a whole different show. But I think he has to really ask himself, like, yeah, he might want to have a family on the one hand, but and he and he can do that if look, he has to decide does he want to does he want to be with a man or does he want to be with a woman? And if he wants to be with a woman, then that means that he's going to have to deny his that part of himself.
1: and is that really who he is?
0: I'm not really yeah, I told uh, you it was hard. Yeah, it's it's like, I, I don't have enough facts and details. And it would be like, I mean, this would be like, if I was working with this guy, it would be several sessions to really figure out. And, and he might flip, flip-flop and go back and forth several different times as well, as often does happen with people who are bisexual because it is really hard to just commit to one person. Sometimes, not so for
1: all. I threw that out there. But I think what I like that you say often is when people are looking for the one, it's really about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that here that's very true, that there's this... You need to figure out who you are, who that someone is. When you're saying, when you're being forced, you need to figure out who is forcing. Because often we'll say it's society or our parents. Or your partner. Yeah, but it could also just be your own beliefs that you've decided this is what it is. And so you're not okay with it. Not necessarily that your parents wouldn't be on board or society wouldn't be on board, but that you have an issue becoming that someone that is different.
0: Yeah. I think it's a, really an ongoing process as well. I think it's really about realizing that it's not something that you just figure out one day. You don't wake up one day and say, oh, this is who I am. I think it's really about recognizing what are the most important parts of who you are? What are the things that you could not live without? I mean, if I couldn't exercise, for instance, on a regular daily basis, and my husband wasn't going to enable or create some sort of space so that I could also be a career person and also looking after the kids and also be incorporating health and exercise and stuff like that into my life, this relationship really wouldn't work. And there are people who say that to me. They say, no, my husband will not let me give me, be, space, give for me the... space for for doing this. Mm-hmm. Right? That would really be a pity. So to sum it up. So to sum it up in terms of thinking about uh, being somebody else, What you really need to do is just think about what is it that really makes you who you are? What are all the different components of, of who you are? And making sure that when you're on a date, and you're putting your best foot forward. It's about really pitching yourself in a way that's true to who you are, not just thinking about how you want to impress the other person. That's certainly when you're dating. And then when you're in a relationship, different stuff is going to come up and your partner might express different things that go against your better values or who you are. And it's about really standing firm and having good boundaries and really saying, this I feel comfortable with and this I don't. And this is how I want to be and this is how I don't want to be. And really constantly communicating about, about different stuff as it comes up.
1: And if you want some of that help and that good practical advice, Mickey, they should ask you, right? Oh, You're yeah. the relationship coach. What's your website so they can uh, send you questions?
0: www.mickielavinpell.co.il. And if you'd like a 10% discount, you could type in jewishcoffeehouse.com or let me know you found me on jewishcoffeehouse.com.
1: And if you have questions and you want to ask us and we can answer them here, or I can just go into the question and ask 500 more questions, as I often do, that's at realrelationships at com. You've been listening to another episode of Real Relationships. Subscribe to
0: this and other great podcasts at JewishCoffeeHouse.com, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And please go to iTunes and rate and review us. It will help us a lot. Real Relationships is
1: a production of JewishCoffeeHouse.com.